If you think back about a year ago, uh, this time one year ago, we were probably doing some shows on what happened in air travel in Canada in the holidays that had taken place a month earlier, because it was a gong show, if you remember. Um, I was in Mazatlan in mid-December of last year, I guess, and I ended up getting home a day later than I'd originally planned. We were supposed to be back in Edmonton on Christmas Day. I think we ended up flying on Christmas Day and getting home on Boxing Day. Not a big deal, not the end of the world. I'm not complaining. It was all good. Find an extra day in Mexico, not the end of the world. Um, I got off pretty lucky, relatively speaking, because there were... I remember running into fellow Canadians at the airport who were getting on our flight uh, to get out of there, and they had been delayed a lot longer than that, and were struggling to find places to stay and, and all the rest of that stuff. And, you know, we had stories like that coming out of Mexico and Dominican and all over the place. Um, hundreds of Sunwing passengers were dealt a really nasty hand. Sunwing was hit pretty hard in particular. They cancelled 67 flights over the holidays last year. More than a thousand complaints from Sunwing passengers ended up being filed. And you may remember the federal government, you know, in the early part of 2023, made all kinds of promises to help make it easier for people in these predicaments to get compensation and to prevent things like this from happening again. So, what do you think? Has that happened? Or are we sort of in the same spot? Let's get an update. We're going to speak with Gabor Lukash, who is president of Air Passenger Rights, and uh, he joins us now. Gabor, thanks for uh, chatting. Happy New Year to you, sir. Happy New Year. Good morning. Um, like, I think most of us remember the chaos of December of 2022. Sunwing passengers, though, they were among the hardest hit, right? More than 1,200 complaints. Was Were they sort of one of the biggest problem areas last year? Uh, I would say that Sunwing was the most egregious, not just in the volumes, because I suspect that Air Canada and WestJet together probably did worse, yeah. but in just their treatment of passengers and their lack of communication. Uh, it's an old wisdom that um, in the medical profession, uh, it is the bedside manners that determines whether you get sued for malpractice and not simply how good of a surgeon you are. True. There is this, perhaps a similar effect. Uh, Sunwing has been historically very arrogant, very uh, belligerent in its dealings with passengers, as far as I observed. Uh, they they don't have that kind of gentle language that one would normally use to apologize, to, to be responsive. And they left passengers in the dark for a long time. A very long time. Um, like we say, there was about 1,200 complaints that were filed this time last year by Sunwing passengers. CBC actually did some reporting and tracked down a bunch of the passengers that got really messed up last year um, and found out that a lot of them, hundreds of them, still fighting for compensation a year later, Gabor. Part of the problem is that the passengers filed probably complaints with the Canadian Transportation yes. Agency, which is part of the federal government, and that's not the route to go. We always recommend these days passengers to take their cases to small claims courts, where the airline will have to present hard evidence and where you are going to get an impartial judge to look at the file and write a judgment if necessary about how the airline behaved. So you've abandoned that CT? I mean, I, I don't blame you. The backlog last I heard was over 60,000 uh, last fall, more than 60,000 complaints. So th that system seems like it's completely broken. Like They're saying it's well over a year before they'll even get around to handling your complaint. That's right. It's not, the backlog is now at 63,000. 63,000, okay. I, and, and the problem is not just the backlog. The Canadian Transportation Agency, once upon a time, used to be... Uh, good, fair, 
regulator tribunal, but that is no longer the case. They are cozy with the airlines, and uh, when the media gets on issues, of course, they feel that they have to do something about it. But generally, uh, they are more preoccupied with helping the airlines to avoid claims, to uh, deny claims to passengers and actually enforcing passengers' rights. They have a dismal enforcement record, too. This time last year, the federal government made all kinds of promises and all kinds of statements about how this was unacceptable and they were going to fix it. They even brought forward Bill C-52, which was supposed to deal with this. What's happened? It's been a year now. Where are we with that? Bill C-52 has nothing to do with passengers' rights in a, in a substantive manner. It's, it's, it's just an unfortunate quote that uh, CBC just copied whatever nonsense the federal government spokesperson stated without yeah. any actual independent investigation or verification of what they were saying. Uh, Bill 52 does not improve in any way the situation of passengers. There has been some amendments to the Canada Transportation Act last summer in the Budget Implementation yeah. Act that would have or should have uh, resulted in better regulations uh, by the Canadian Transportation Agency, the federal government, has just not carried out what Parliament told them to do. For example, Parliament explicitly mandated them to put in place a cost recovery fee for airlines yeah. for each complaint that is filed where the airline is found not to have complied with its obligations, which would be a fantastic idea if it were implemented because uh, that would actually put a price tag on for the airlines for non-compliance and it would also uh, create some way for the public purse to recover the damages that um, the airlines are causing to taxpayers by flooding the system with these complaints, many of which should have been resolved by the airlines themselves. So your advice still to this point is small claims court? Like just completely bypass Absolutely. whatever mechanism the government has brought in and, and handle it yourself? That's right. The government has brought in a, a mechanism which is meant to stall yeah. complaints, which is meant to uh, divert uh, complaints from fair, impartial adjudication and instead allowing the government to adjudicate it. And the government has its own favorites and it shows. Unbelievable. Any hope that this is going to get fixed? Like I say, the government says a lot of things, promises a lot of things. Is there any hope that you have, Gabor, that we might actually see some progress in 2024? I would love to hear more from the Conservative Party of Canada on this issue. Yep. And this should be a, a multi-partisan effort. Uh, and certainly, looking at the polls, uh, they are likely to form the next government in 2025. So uh, certainly it would help a great deal if they also weighed in on this issue and took a firm stance. Uh, that, that's where things should start, in my view. Oh, yeah, we're so far behind. What a mess. Gabor, thank you so much for joining us, as always. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me.